Hello and welcome once again to uh, Caught Between a Tie and High Heels. I don't even know the name of my own podcast anymore. Uh, welcome. Um, and uh, if this is your first time joining us, my name is Jamie. And basically, I am, uh, if you have looked at the past uh, seven uh, podcasts, I'm basically divulging my entire life and trying to come out. And uh, this podcast is a way in order for me to do a question and answer session um, uh, or podcast with you and also try to branch out and, uh, meet new friends and make new acquaintances within the community, um, while still being transgender and hiding. Um, so, which means that I am not presenting. Um, I have, just so you know, um, I have been taking hormones for a little over two and a half years now. May will be my three-year mark. Um, so I'm very happy about that. That's coming up. Um, and, but at the same time, I'm still hiding. Uh, there's a number of different reasons. Um, and one of which I'm going to talk about this time, uh, or tonight, this time. Saying tonight and this time all at the same time is just, ah. Um, so, um, if for those of you that have listened through, I really appreciate your support. I appreciate you listening. Um, one of the things that I think that I have proven so far is I'm going to be very truthful, very honest with you as best I can, um, while still trying to keep the credibility of my <laughs> hiding to some degree and at the same time be able to, um, uh, to be able to put myself out there. Maybe, um, I can relate or other people can relate to what I've done, uh, in my road to hiding. Today, I ended up having an event that uh, sort of slapped me in the face and um, it was a blow to me uh, because of my hiding. So my first of all, let me explain a couple of things. Um, from my last podcast, uh, my bio, episode seven, um, picking up from where that left off, I did, I think I, uh, mentioned, um, at the end of that podcast, I have since remarried. So I am actually in a relationship with a wonderful, beautiful, and very supportive woman. Um, and I'm very fortunate to have her in my life. And it means a lot that she is there and has been supportive of me. Um, I dress at the house uh, I think all of us do if you have if you're single I'm sure that you do and if you have a spouse that knows that you're not hiding even from your spouse you might be lucky enough in order to be um, or not lucky but blessed uh, in order to have a spouse that is supportive of that and I do have such a spouse and so I normally have dressed at home um, but I've also had, uh, about four months, five months ago now, I've had a different situation that came into my life was, is that I'm also now a 24 hour caregiver for my mom. That's why I'm actually recording this at, um, let's see, this is 1:51 in the AM. Uh, it's because I just finished taking care of my mom. I changed her for the last time tonight. I am going to go to bed, but I wanted to make sure that I got a uh, podcast uh, posted for you all because I really, again, appreciate your listening. Um, so I've been taking care of my mom. My mom has been battling with dementia, Alzheimer's, dementia slash dementia, whatever. 
um, been dealing with this for, uh, we're going on maybe seven years now, I want to say. Um, and it's been rough. Um, I, w I will tell you that I loathe this disease. I have watched a mom um, who is very independent, extremely independent woman, uh, being a single mom, bringing up her kids, and um, really making it in a man's world back in the 80s, 90s, and 70s even, um, and making her own way. Um, and so I could tell you number, uh, numerous stories about how she has held her own, and it would be very uh, female empowering, um, but I won't bore you with that stuff. The main part is that I quit my job four months ago, a job that I have been doing for literally five and a half years. I was uh, trying to, and I did love it. I enjoyed it very much, um, but it was the right thing to do. Not to glorify it, not to sit there and say, you know, I should be sainted or I don't look at it that way. My mom took care of me. My mom can't take care of herself anymore. So now it's my turn in order to take care of her. Plain and simple. This is what it is. Is it a perfect life setting? No. Um, it, you really have to, it's hard. You really have to make a lot of adjustments for your life. And up until about four months ago or five months ago now, um, when she moved in, I was well on my way to um, stepping a little bit more out of the closet. I uh, was, I came out to um, this past Halloween. Uh, it was a year ago, uh, back on this past Halloween. Um, basically Halloween of 2018. I don't know why I got to make it difficult. It's again, two o'clock in the morning. Bear with me. <laughs> so, um, so Halloween of 2018, I came out to over 70 coworkers. Um, it was terrifying, but I, the amount of love and support that I got from them, I just can't say enough. I think I talk about this in my earlier podcasts um, when I first started it out, but it was great. I went out on a girls' night. My coworkers were extremely supportive. Um, even one that was, <laughs> I, I thought that there was going to be some friction. She ended up being my best friend at work. Uh, we hung out and joked all the time. Um, I, and this is not to put down anybody's religion whatsoever, but I joked her, uh, because I'm not really into organized religion that much. Again, I'm going to be truthful. Not that I'm saying anybody who is into that is wrong. These are my beliefs. And it's my opinion. Opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one, okay? So don't take anything or get upset. It's just the way that I am because I've been jaded. And if you want me to go into that, write me a note and tell me and I'll explain that whole story. Um, but yeah, she ended up being, uh, she was a very church-going person and still is. And she ended up being like my best friend and was really awesome. And all my coworkers are really awesome friends. Um, and I miss them very much, but it was the right thing to do to take care of my mom. Um, again, going out on girls nights, being very open. I was on hormones. So you can actively tell I'm developing breasts. I mean, they're small, I might be lucky enough in order to fill out an A cup right now, but you know, 
I got something and it's kind of cool. I don't know if anybody else has gone through <laughs> HRT um, or your hormone replacement therapy for those who don't know. Um, it's kind of cool. I know it's weird for, uh, again, I will use a term that I use from my uh, reading my bio, but GGs uh, or genetic girls or cis girls to understand because it's just been part of them, but to for so long to want something. And then when you run down the stairs and something jiggles in your shirt, that's pretty awesome. And I actually saw that the other day, like actual jiggle. So yeah, it's the little things. Um, it doesn't take much for me anymore. But the issue is um, I was well on my way back to my story because again, it's 2 a.m. and I'm digressing. Um, I was on my way out. I was, I was getting the strength. I had my support army, my friends that were there. They, I knew they had my back. Um, and I was, I was right there. I was making steps in order for me to come out. And this was even while I was taking care of my mom. She was in a memory care unit at the time. And so I still could not, because of that, I couldn't officially change my name or anything because it's a lot of legal stuff. You know, you get your name on everything and I'm her power of attorney and healthcare proxy and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, you go changing names and now you've got 1,500 miles worth of paperwork you have to do to change it all. And I'm not, I'm, we're not going through that. So, um, all this said and done, I was still on my way out to some degree. I was looking forward to doing girls nights in the whole nine yards. Um, I would still dress at home, um, during this time as well, before, uh, we brought mom into the house. And I also will say that I did come out to my mom. One of the nice things about it was before we knew of her diagnosis of dementia, I was fortunate enough, and I believe that I have talked about this in a previ previous podcast, I was very fortunate enough in order for me to tell my mom and have her accept me. I did talk about it because my, yeah, my ex forced me to tell her. Um, so I had to come out to my mom or she was going to do it. And I'll be damned if she was going to tell my mom, she was going to hear it from me. And so, uh, yeah, so I ended up, um, I was very fortunate for that before everything started going south for my mom. Um, with that being said, um, she doesn't know now. Um, as a matter of fact, she gets very confused because I do have long hair and I do have breasts that, that are that are developing. So every once in a while, I'll get a yes, ma'am, or from her, or instead of a yes, sir. And it's kind of cute. But the big thing is, I would dress at home. I'm sorry, I'm telling you all this, and I'm rambling, but I used to dress at home, and it was my place of solace. I would put on a skirt if I wanted to put on a skirt. I would put on a nice outfit. Um. I would wear my hair down or in a high ponytail, um, which I have it in now. Um, there's a number of things that I would do. I would wear more feminine earrings instead of just my studs. And there was a lot of things that I did just in the privacy of my own home. Well, now that I've brought my mom in, that all had to stop 
because I have a series of unexpected guests, like our next door neighbor. And this is no ill con. Nil, there's no ill will that's being put out on either side, me or them. They're looking to check in on my mom and do stuff for me and my wife, which is extremely sweet. My neighbors are absolutely wonderful, but I don't know uh, when they're going to come over. They just knock on the door because we're right next door. And, um, or I have medical personnel that come in the house. Some of them know, some of them don't know. And I just don't want to cause friction. Um, and I know you're probably saying, well, screw that. You're already in your own home. Uh, but this is again, the issue that I've been dealing with for all of my life. Um, this, this same battle. So I tell you all that crap to tell you this that happened to me today. I ended up, um, I was helping my mom go to the bathroom and I decided I was going to be sassy. Purple is my favorite color. I had this really nice, uh, soft purple top. Um, and I was gonna, I wanted to put it on. I wanted to wear it. And so it looked nice. And I have that with some more girly type, uh, lounge pants and, you know, like PJ pants, that type of thing. It was in the morning time. I'm helping my mom get up, whatever. I had my hair in a long ponytail. I was all ready to start the day. I was feeling kind of sassy, a little cute. And, um, next thing you know, my next door neighbor knocked on the door. Uh, I had almost gone to answer the door because I thought it was Amazon delivering some of my mom's supplies that we get from them. Uh, her medical supplies. We order a little bit through, uh, Amazon. Um, because the truck was parked right out front. And I thought, oh, okay, it's just them delivering. But I had my hands full with my mom. So my wife ended up answering the door and it was our next door neighbor. And literally, had I not been listening at who was there, the way our bathroom is, you can kind of see who's standing in the doorway of the, the downstairs bathroom from the door. So I quickly had, and we're in a, a powder room, if you will, underneath the stairs. So you can just imagine how uh, much spaciousness is in this uh, area. Um, so it's me and my mom, and I'm trying to get her pants up, and I'm trying not to be seen by my next-door neighbor. And I got... First, I got depressed. after the And, the, and my next-door neighbor was basically bringing me barbecue totally sweet they had a little extra for their super bowl party which is today by the way so you know today is uh today is super bowl or was super bowl sunday so they brought over some barbecue because they knew that i was trapped in the house and they wanted to do something nice so sweet it was innocent and wonderful but i got pissed because i can no longer even dress in my own house and I felt that it was taken away from me I a got depressed instantly um then quickly depression turned into anger and I started being pissed and I was showing it I am one of those people that um I don't want you to think I'm I'm 
I'm a douchebag or anything, but I mean, I wear my heart out on my sleeve. I, I am pretty transparent with my emotions. If I'm happy, I'm happy. If I'm sad, you can, you can tell. And my wife knows, I mean, we've been together for 12 years. She knows how I get, and she knows what's wrong. She know well, she doesn't know what's wrong, but she knows something is wrong by the way I talk or by the way I act or even by the way I'm doing things. And she instantly knew that I was pissed. And it just aggravated the living daylights out of me um, that I had taken so many steps forward in order for me to try to get some kind of venue in order for me to be able to express myself, for me to be able to um, finally let my inner woman that has been trapped in the darkness in the closet for such a long period of time and let her see some light. I mean, damn it, she deserves it, you know? I mean, we all deserve it. Whether or not you've got a man hidden inside of you or a woman, shit, we deserve to be able to see some light, some daylight. I hate the fact that I, we are living in a time where, you know, human rights only settles for certain humans, apparently, that it's not universal. I still don't understand that. I really don't. Um, but we have to fight for our rights, you know, gay rights, transgender rights, which is all over the news now. I mean, what, a couple of years ago, couldn't even go to take a piss in order unless somebody wanted to see your junk. I mean, how weird is that? And from all of that, my solace was being able to at least know that I, if I wanted to wear a skirt in my own house, I could wear a skirt. And it was taken away. And it sucks. It really sucks. And I may be making a lot out of nothing. Um, and if I am... Write me. Tell me, just shut the fuck up, bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry for the language, but it's been a day, okay? Um, my wife has been upset most of the day. Not how I wanted to spend a day that I had with her, um, but ended up being that way. And we've spent a number of weekends because something else has always happened or whatever. When you're a caregiver, and uh, again, I'm, I'm kind of new at this. I've been doing this for only, you know, going on now five months. Um... You get your nerves get frayed. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Maybe I'm the only one that feels this way, but wow. I mean, you get pushed to your limit and beyond. I thought going in the army was hard. Nah, this is ten times harder than anything else that I have ever done in my entire life. In my fifty years of in, of living and existing in this planet, this has got to be the hardest thing that I've ever done is be a caregiver for my mom. But the price that I am paying is, it's hard. It's extremely hard. Um, I love my mom. I am not saying that I want to stop caring for her. That's not it. That really isn't it. It, it, it. As a matter of fact, she has nothing to do with it. It's my ability to even just be in my own house or to 
have that fear or to have to feel that I have to hide because it may be something that someone might have a problem with. I don't want them getting coming in here and seeing me like a, a medical professional and taking it out on my mom, you know, because they happen to have a trans kid. Um, I That's just bullshit to me. But unfortunately, this is the world that we're living in. I mean, at least I'm able to talk to you about this right now. I mean, this is really the podcast is pretty much my last solace, if you will. Um, since I can't dress, uh, you know, this is basically it. This is what I've got now. So when I talk to you and I record this, um, this is my equivalent now of being able to put on a, a skirt or be able to put on a nice top or something along those lines. I got to work with what I got. So I got I got pissed today. And I'm as you can tell I'm probably still riled up. Um And unfortunately my wife had to suffer from that as well and I feel like shit because of that. I love her with all my heart. And I would literally take a bullet for this woman. I <laughs> I will tell you right now, I do not trust another person in this world more than I trust her. I have, in every past relationship, I've had boundaries, I've had blockades, I've had, you know, all sorts of defenses. And when I'm around her, they all go away. And that's not to say anything bad about anybody else, it's just my paranoid... (laughs) Um, I am very guarded. Anybody who's ever been around me, they'll tell you I'm guarded uh, to a great deal. I There's some things that I joke around about. I, I love making people laugh, but that's my role that I picked up from watching every male that has ever been in any movie that has done something that I like. I imitate it, and I'm playing that part. I'm not showing my true self. My wife has seen my true self more times than I care to imagine. And she still tells me she loves me. She still tells me um, every day that she loves me and she goes to work. And she actually comes back to me, which is pretty cool. Um, But she suffered from that today because of my angst. And I, and I, I didn't throw stuff around. Normally, I throw stuff around. I'm very guilty of that. Um, But with her help, I'm changing. I'm learning to get that under control. Not that I throw it at anybody. I just... um, I never do any of that in order to harm someone. It's just a way of me diffusing my my anger. I keep telling myself I've got to get a heavy bag, a boxing heavy bag. And when I get upset, I just go out there and I just punch the shit out of it. But I haven't gotten a heavy bag yet. They're expensive. You know, have you ever priced out a heavy bag? They're like $200. And you got to get the stand. And of course, you got to get the heavyweight little thingy that you drill up into the ceiling. And that costs a good $25 too. Yeah, it's a little expensive. So, um, but yeah. So there we go. Um, so I got pissed today that um 
I feel like I'm being pushed farther into the closet. I feel like I've taken maybe two or three steps out of the closet. And given my situation, I have to step about 15 steps back into the closet, back into the darkness. Um, and my wife even said that I need to have a way in order for me to be able to express myself, you know, every once in a while. And I couldn't agree more, but what, what do we do? So I think we, that might be a conversation later on. I will let you know how that comes out. So thank you for listening to me rant. I'm going to close out for today because, A, I'm tired. <laughs> and I, I um, yeah, it's like 2, what is it, 2.15 right now in the AM. Um, and I just wanted to share with you my my pain that I had today. Um I took a very long walk, a much-needed walk, and it was good. Uh, I love walking at nighttime, and I love walking in uh, the cold air. So where I'm at right now is pretty frigid, which is awesome. I love the cold. <laughs> um, hurts my nips, but it really, I love it everywhere else. I don't like sweating if I'm not doing an activity that would result in sweating, you know, like exercising then I don't mind sweating. But if I'm just standing still, that's a problem. I get that in the South. No, I don't know. I don't want to do that. But um, but it was a rough day. So thank you for letting me share. Thank you for listening to me rant. Um, if you have any questions or comments about anything or you just want me telling you to like, quit your bitching, um, send me a note at questions at tinehighheels.com or go to our website, which is really simple, tinehighheels.com. Go to our contact page, and on there is a little form, literally three fields. Fill it out, send it to me, um, and I will talk about it on the next podcast. I would love to. Um, anything that you've had question about, anything that I've I've read or that I've said, uh, I would love to hear. So that would be cool. Um, also, oh, by the way, I meant to tell you. I know one of the previous uh, podcasts I mentioned about um, making it safer for people to like me without feeling like they're outing themselves to all the world because you can see my uh, my followers. Instagram. So my Instagram is now a private account. So you can't see my followers unless you are in my group of followers. I don't know how the hell else you put that. So go to Instagram. I'm also on Facebook if you want to as well. But uh, look at us uh, or look at me. It's us. It's literally me and my teddy bear. Where I don't even know where Coco is right now. And my cat. My cat flies around in here somewhere every once in a while. But yeah, it's just me. Um, so you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at tie and high heels. And last but not least, I will uh, beg you for a review. Uh, if you go on iTunes and you give me a review, um, that would be really great because other people in the trans community can then find me a little easier and maybe that they're, you know, also suffering from the same situation that we are, uh, that we might be transgender and hiding. I would love to try and um, reach out to more people like that. So um, there you go. So iTunes, give a review. Thank you. All right, I'll talk to you later, and I won't be bitching next time, I promise. All right, bye-bye.